Megillah, Perak Dalid, Mishnah Vav, 4-6. Katan, Korah, Betorah, Umetargem. A minor, meaning someone who hadn't yet reached Bar Mitzvah, he's like 12, 11 years old, as long as he's old enough to know what he's doing, he's permitted to read from the Torah, meaning to read the Torah for the sake of the community, like for example in Shabbos morning. And also, Umetargem. He can simply be the translator who says the translation in Aramaic, as we explained before, which was the custom at the time. Now, the reason why a child can do the public reading of the Torah is because there's no mitzvah to read the Torah. It's a mitzvah for the community to hear the Torah. And therefore, since the obligation is on the listener to hear the Torah, or the community to have it heard, so it doesn't matter who's doing the reading, whether it's an adult or a child. Um, this in contrast to, let's say, as we'll see in a moment, leading acting as a shliach tzibor, praying for behalf of the community, there a child couldn't act because there the child is acting as the mouthpiece for the community and he's doing a mitzvah for them and they're being fulfilling their mitzvah through him, through the mechanism of shomei Kaona, of, of listening through him. But the point is he's fulfilling a mitzvah on their behalf, whereas when it comes to the reading of the Torah, it's people should hear it and why do we care if it's an adult or a child who reads it? As for the Chiddush of the Mitargem, the translation, the point is that although this is a public function, it's all the more so, not not, not that big a deal for someone to translate if it's a child, um, all the more so. Now, although this is true, already the Postgum have confirmed that nowadays we do not have children read from the Torah publicly, um, except we're talking about the last Leah the Maftir on Shabbos morning. The katan, therefore, ain't aval eno pores al shema. He can't do the pores al shema story, which I explained already previously a couple times. Essentially, it, func- it boils down to acting as literally a sleeper on the behalf of the community, since he's in a chayv himself to do these mitzvahs, so he can't he can't do it for them, leading for baruch etc. Ve'eno overlifnei ateva. He can't act literally a sleeper to do kedusha and so on for the same reason. Ve'eno nose es kapav. He can't raise his hands. This is referring to the mitzvah of birkas kohanim. Now, of course, a child. Um, the case of our Mishnah is that a child alone can't go before, in front of the community and do Nesiyas Kapayim because it's not considered to be proper covered for the Tzibor, not really dignified for the community to be blessed, or as if, so to speak, it appears that a child is blessing them. Of course, the blessing comes from Hashem, and he's just a conduit, but still it's not appropriate to be like the child to do that. Um, however, Tosos, Tehran, etc. all agree, and this is the custom, that if you have adults who are doing Birkas Kohanim and going up there, they can bring children along with them. It's not a problem. Children can join in um, for the sake of Chinuch. Next case in the Mishnah is Pocheach, a person who his clothing is torn such that his shoulders and sleeves are exposed. Now, Halach Lamaisas will be talking about anyone whose shoulders and sleeves are closed, even if their clothes aren't torn like a person wearing a tank top. It's just that the mission never imagined someone would walk around like that in the first place. But a person who is walking around with his shoulders and arms exposed, Parasel Es Shema, he can do Parasel Shema, that story again, um, because he has a chiyav to do it, and he is essentially, you know, it's not that big of an honor, just sitting down and, and saying some, uh, saying the things he's saying. Umatargim, a person whose shoulders and and uh, sleet and arms are exposed, also can act as the translator because it's just not that big of a significant role to play and therefore not considered to be an affront to the honor of the community. Of Enokara Batora, he can't do the public Torah reading because that would require someone more dignified as, you know, on behalf of the community and therefore it's not considered proper cover for the community. Veino Teva, same goes, he shouldn't 
go in front of the Aron Kodesh, lead the prayers service, even if it's just like the part of the prayer service, as we explained, because again, not proper covered. Ve'eno no says kapav, and same goes, he shouldn't go to Birkas Kohanim, standing in front of the group, because um, although he could he could uh, like technically do it, but it's considered to be not proper covered for the seaboard to have such a person um, blessing the community, the shul there. These would be halachalamaisa, so someone wearing a tank top shouldn't be looting, leading, davening, etc. He should put something to cover his arms. Finally, the summa. Summa is a blind person. Now we have a machlokas here. Uh, the mission says, Pora says Shema Matargem. He could do those two things, Pora says Shema, and translate. I'll come back to that in a second. And Rabbi Huda says, No, we can't. He says, Kol Shalora Maoras Miyamav. Anyone who never saw the luminaries, meaning the sun, the moon, and the stars in their life, because they've been blind since since their infancy or always. Eno Pora says Al Shema. He may not do the Act. Now, the machlokas here is simply may a person say the bracha, Yotzerham Oros, if he's blind. Tanakama says yes, he could, because even if he's blind um, from birth, still he benefits from the sun, moon, and stars because they shed light, which allow people not to bump into him and run him over in the street and all that kind of stuff. Um, whereas Rabbi Huda says, no, if he never saw the sun or the moon and the stars, he can't make such a bracha in the first place. So by extension, if he can't make a bracha on his own, he certainly can't make a bracha on behalf of other people. That's the machlokus regarding the Pura says Shema, because remember the Pura says Shema, the way it starts is, they're coming to your baruchu, he'll say baruchu, but then they'll respond back, but to fulfill the the imperative that they're saying, baruchu means let's bless God, so therefore if they have to say a blessing, the blessing of choice is the first blessing that comes next, which is Yotzer Moros, he can't do it. Um, says Rabbi Huda, but Tanakam says he could, and the lach is yes, he can. So a blind person can does make the brach of Yotzim Oros and could say it on the behalf of others as well, no problem. As far as umetargem, we're talking here about the translation into Aramaic. So the chiddush here is that usually um, things that are written down, like you know, like chumash, like the, the the Torah, cannot be said publicly read ba'al pe, should be read out of the text itself and not said from memory. Um, and nevertheless, when it comes to the translation, um, since it's not necessarily written down, it's permitted for the translator to speak Baalpeh from memory, and certainly therefore a blind person could do the Targum, the translation, um, from his memory. That's acceptable.